to the Delta State RUF podcast. RUF at Delta State is seeking to be a cross-cultural Christian community. We rely completely on the financial support of individuals and churches. If you'd like to partner with us, go to www.givetoruf.org slash donate slash Delta State. And if you'd like to keep up with us, look us up on Instagram at RUF Delta State. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome to the RUF podcast. We are so glad to be with you today. Um, this is something new we've started. If you've followed our podcast before, which is like two of you, uh, you haven't seen much action, but we're starting something new because, um, well, we're in a very new time. And so we're going to be doing this probably twice a week is our goal and have three different segments, about 20 minutes for the whole thing. Um, hopefully you'll get to know somebody. Um, you'll get to hear some things that have made us, uh, your host, me, Roe Taylor, J.C. Thomas, Trip Stewart, um, your RUF staff, made us laugh or smile in the past few days, and then take a look at a few passages and, and discuss those together. So that's what we're doing. That's, uh, yeah, hope you enjoy the ride and uh, come along with us. So our first segment, how we're going to get started with this uh, today, is 10 questions to get to know someone. Now, eventually we want students to be on this, invite students into this, but today we're gonna to start with uh, one of our staff and uh, JC Thomas has volunteered to go first. Yes, I um, did. So JC, thank you for putting yourself out there in this way. You're welcome. You're welcome. We're gonna jump into these questions. Okay. Right, question one, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Michelle Obama. <laughs> Michelle Obama because, I don't know, she's just the picture of grace and class and, you know, just want to chop it up with her. Yeah, great choice, great choice. <laughs> her uh, autobiography, Becoming, was excellent. What? Good one. All right, question two. When did you last sing to yourself and to be to someone else? Um, I sing to myself every day, <laughs> so today. Uh, and then to someone else, uh, y'all have witnessed me singing to Navi, so don't really have many people to sing to nowadays, but my little dog, Navi, I sing to her when I'm cooking, so yeah. Very nice. Question three. If you are able to live at the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? As bad as this sounds, I'm going to go for the body. <laughs> I'm going to keep my body in, um, immature in wisdom. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. There you go. Good for you. All right. Question four. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Um, this is going to sound so weird but i guess the ability to have empathy like a really strong amount of empathy for people uh i think it would just change my life and the people around me but sometimes i'm like ah, can't really empathize but yeah so i would like that ability so you would be mantis from the avengers huh yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be so cool. Honestly, like I liked her. Um, I like that character. I was really intrigued. Okay. Good to know. All right, question five. 
if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Well, uh, this might be TMI, but um, I would like to know if I'm going to have kids so I could just, uh, if, I, if the ball said I wasn't going to have kids, I would get a surgery done to uh, tie my tubes. <laughs> Just nice. get, get it out. <laughs> yeah. um, question six, is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Mm, um, not a big dreamer, but I guess in a like really practical, like, oh, I want to do this. I would say like, have my home, have my space look exactly how I want it to look. Um, that's kind of something that I always want, but, um, why haven't I done it? I don't have a lot of money, so <laughs> I can't have everything that I want in my house. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, question seven, what do you value most in a friendship? The ability to be myself. Hmm. Amen to that. Jesus values that too. Uh, sorry. Didn't mean to throw a Jesus juke in there, but he does. So. <laughs> you can't, you can't help it. You're a pastor. <laughs> Question eight. What is your most treasured memory? Um, just being at my grandma's house. Um, that just, I just remember always being happy. If my mom ever passed by her house, like when we were going home, I would be mad at my mom. Like, I'd be like, why didn't you stop at my grandma's house? Like, it was just a great place. To be. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, question nine, your house containing everything you own catches fire. Sorry, sad question. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? My phone. <laughs> I'm pretty attached to it. If I, if I didn't have my phone, if I didn't have a phone, I, I don't know. I don't know how my life would look. <laughs> oh, yeah, my phone. Yep. All right. Last question. Last question. What is your favorite RUF Delta State memory? Mm. Um, favorite one would be when at the end of our Christmas party last year, we did a Just Dance party. And uh, I was partners with Kelsey. And so we played like Just Dance on the big screen and I don't know, me and Kelsey just really rocked it. We really danced really well, and we won. I mean, since it wasn't really just dance, it was YouTube, we had to, you know, <laughs> do it on our own, what we thought we, who won. So um, I'm going to say we won. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun dancing with her. And anytime I just got to have any activities with Disney, that's, like, okay. that's a good memory. So that was, was or was not a self-proclaimed victory? I mean, everyone there knew, like, we put in the work. <laughs> we did okay. it. So. It still counts, so that's good. That's good. Good deal. Well, thank yeah. you, Lucy Thomas, for doing those 10 questions with us. That's uh, it's beautiful to get to know you even better. You're welcome. Yeah, nice to look back on the dance party. I remember that, uh, watching people dance, not dancing myself, but yeah. Good to, uh, good to have a nice question to end on after Ro hit us with the what if your house burns down during the coronavirus implied question. So uh, that's pretty nice. 
but yeah, um, good to end on positive stuff and we'll go to some more positive stuff right now. And I'll ask each of y'all and then I'll give an answer myself, but, um, what have y'all seen, um, in the past week or past few days that's made you laugh or smile or, you know, just have a, a positive thought? You want to go first, bro? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so as many of you know, we have three, uh, well, four kids, three of our own kids at home now um, uh, who are young. And so we've been watching a lot of kids shows and kids movies and things like that in between or after homeschooling, trying to figure out this new homeschooling routine. And um, one of them in particular, if you've seen the Madagascar movies, uh, the Penguins of Madagascar movie is, I mean, I'm a 38 year old man and it's funny. Like it's, it's hilarious. The, uh, I think the scene that gets me the most is um, when Skipper is talking to Agent Classified and asking for the cheesy dibbles and will not let Agent Classified speak because he keeps eating the cheesy dibbles in his face. But great movie. Highly recommend it. Um, yeah, that's, that definitely makes me laugh. Sounds, sounds like a good movie. I've never, I never got into Madagascar. Never. Well, past my time. I'm sorry. Um, I guess I will go. Um, I guess for me, it's been all of the <laughs> TikTok dances and challenges. Um, before this whole thing happened before um, Corona, I looked my nose down at TikTok and TikTok users, and I just was like, I'll never do this, and yeah, but now I'm just like, I cracked two weeks ago, and I downloaded the app, <laughs> and I was like, I'm just downloading it, I'm just nothing, there's nothing, I'm not doing anything wrong, and then Every day I would like scroll like for a few minutes and then finally yesterday or two days ago, I just kind of like cracked and like learned all the dances and it was a lot of fun. I, even though I picked on people who, you know, like TikTok, I realized that it was a lot of fun and I enjoyed them. So yeah, <laughs> learning and doing the TikTok dances. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You love to see it, but yeah, I um, I think I uh, maybe the scales will fall off my eyes soon about TikTok, and I'll and I'll see it as the um, the internet savior of quarantine, but not yet. But uh, my thing was uh, so uh, the people that live across the street from me, um, they were out in the yard one day and had signs up, and I guess their like little girl was turning ten, and so they had signs that said honk i'm turning 10 and so i was leaving the house to go to do something and at first i was like uh you know i really don't like honking my horn it just feels socially bad to me in whatever context but uh whenever uh, whenever i came back i was like there's no way i'm getting getting out of this when i live across the street from them so um I gave him a little honk and I was like, you know, that's, that's pretty nice that so they're finding a way to uh, have a, a socially distant celebration of a birthday and they get to go, you know, hang out in the yard and be in the sun and uh, get people to honk their horns and probably have other people around wondering, you know, who's in the way and why everybody's honking. But yeah, that was pretty nice. I can't believe you um, 
kind of contemplated not honking, <laughs> trying to get out of it. But it's hard. <laughs> I, I, I just like I'm used to like I always feel like honking my horns like a really bad thing. So I'm like, do they really want me to honk? Like at this ten year old girl? You sure, you want this? What you want? Yeah, um, I, I gave a little bitty beep, but yeah. yeah, yeah a little, <laughs> a little yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> well, yes, um, honking your horn can mean many things, um, much like our next segment, uh, which is out of context. So this segment has been inspired by a group um, of friends, a group of friends who live in different parts of the country who stay connected by putting in random quotes dreams, experiences, uh, things they overheard someone say in the cafeteria, not now because cafeterias are closed, but so basically they just put anything out into the group meet, out of context, you don't know who said it, why they said it, who they said it to, and the funny thing about it is you can take whatever they say and kind of like interpret it however you want to. Um, and in that group, me, it's supposed to be funny, but um, in real life, <laughs> we have come across people, maybe ourselves, um, where we take um, scripture and verses out of context, and um, yeah, we just don't really evaluate the meaning, and we can, yeah, it can get pretty wild, so this is the concept the out of context segment where we're going to look at a piece of scripture, uh, talk about how maybe it's been taken out of context and talk about really, well, try to evaluate what was the actual meaning. So um, this is the scripture. Uh, scroll down a little bit, bro. I'm not going to read all of it because it's got to be out of context. Um, we got Philippians 4.13. Um, if you can find your grandma's mug, you can read along. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So, in y'all's experience, how have people taken this verse out of context? Can y'all kind of speak to that a little bit? Any funny ways or kind of scary ways <laughs> people have taken this out of context? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, definitely always the uh, one of the athlete verses where they're like, yeah, I can run a 4-3, 40-yard dash through Christ who gives me strength, and I can put up 25 reps on the bench press when uh, through Christ who gives me strength and things like that. But uh, in a more real note, like I think it's just something um, – it's easy not to just like dog on people for not – knowing the Bible, there's much of it that I am not as familiar with it as I would like to be, but um, for definitely being pretty on the outside and just knowing this as one of the handful of things from the Bible that you know without um, the context of the gospel and stuff like that can, I think, be tough and can uh, maybe not do favors in faith, like when somebody's going through hardship and they're like, oh, well, you know, I can get through this no problem through Christ. And um, just not understanding that that might not be God's will there. Um, and that uh, just because this verse is in there and, and, and not understanding the context is, is not going to mean that everything is just going to be easy all the time. Yeah, I think it's like important to identify what the everything means. When it says, for I can do everything, or some, some say, 
all things uh, through Christ who strengthens me. Um, because, I mean, multiple, co- multiple choice question, um, everything could mean A, I'm going to have a tiger ring and make people pay to. It could also mean that I can kill my husband and feed him to tigers um, and get away with it through Christ who gives me strength. So I think everything is important to like identify what does that actually mean in this scripture? Like, what does everything mean? Is it anything? Or, yeah, so. Uh, that's very important that's like um as you try to kind of interpret the bible and figure out what it's saying and what it's about it's a really good question um to ask because if it, cause usually if it does say i can do everything or all things as another trans other translations might say uh, it's usually pointing back to something that it's already talked about um and so in some ways it means more literally i can do all these things Christ to give me strength. Um, I think, you know, Tripp, your your example is what first kind of caught me, or first thing I thought of, that was the thing that Tim Tebow, in some ways, made famous, like, not completely yeah. famous, but his, you know, Philippians 4.13 on his um, eye black in football, um, you know, people started writing on their cleats or basketball shoes and stuff like that during the games, and it, it People have applied it to financial situations and uh, job situations and um, uh, and just daily struggles as well. But um, yeah, JC, I think that's a great question of you know what is that everything um, or what is those 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 all things those things that it's mentioned of um, and just to, I don't know if you wanted to share or you want me to share. You got it. You got it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, well, Philippians, Paul was actually wrote, Apostle Paul wrote this, this letter to the church in Philippi, and uh, it was a small, tiny, little struggling church, people who, it was a, it was a multi-ethnic church. Um, it was multi-ethnic, it was uh, across uh, socioeconomic statuses, um, and, and things like that, and they really loved Paul, um, and they really cared for him, and he was, it was a poor church as well. And he was actually in prison wrote this letter. And they were, they, among all the other churches that he was in correspondence with, cared for him and loved him really well. And uh, this is what he says, the, the verses leading up to that. Um, chapter 4, verse 10, he says, How oh, I praise the Lord that you were concerned about me. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I've learned how to be content with whatever I am. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Um, so the context of what he's saying is, is not, you know, I can do everything. I can uh, move that mountain. I can run a 4-2-40. I can bench, uh, you know, 25 reps. Um, I can get a six-figure job. What he's saying is that, hey, I've, I've learned to live my life following Jesus in that's going on around me. Whether I whether my fridge is full or empty, um, whether I'm 
homebound and self-isolation due to the Rona or not. Um, I've learned the secret of, of following Jesus in all of life um, because it's him who gives me the strength. So that's actually what he's talking about. It's not a, you know, something out of context that we can take and, and uh, just kind of throw around on pillows and coffee mugs. Uh, I'm not saying that's bad to put verses there, but uh, what I really mean um, is that is that it's kind of a secret of contentment. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, we have, yeah. you have Jesus has everything. Um, yeah, and it's so funny how it's really kind of, you're saying it's a verse about being content, and usually it's used for, like, striving. Like, I want to use this verse to make, to give me motivation to strive for something that I don't have, like, you know, whatever, like, money or athleticism or um whatever it is so i don't know like it's really cool to see like it's actually on the flip side of it it's talking about like i can to me it looks like i can ha i can live my life like i like the life that god has given me only through god like christ's strength you know what i mean like i can't do it outside of his strength yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. I talked about somebody on Twitter the other day saying how um, how how deaf it is for actors and actresses and celebrities and athletes to to say like, yeah, y'all just shelter in place while they have you know their mansions with thirty thousand square feet and pools and their own private gyms and stuff like that. Movie theaters, uh, yeah, theaters, and you know everything they could imagine. Um, so, um, what? Uh, what what the Bible says here is it's you know contentment is more about um, Jesus and knowing mm -hmm. him whether whether the thirty thousand square foot mansions or the six hundred whatever it may be. So. Man. Yeah, I think it's neat. Also, um, if I can add one last thing, yeah. just that it uh, it saves us from uh punishing ourselves like you know somebody some people might apply this to really lofty goals like i said like the athletes first maybe they're like oh i can make the nfl or the nba um you know through christ who strengthens me but i think that also um the fact that this doesn't mean that saves us and gives us grace to where if we don't meet those expectations then we know that god's not like hey i gave you the strength and you still didn't do it like what's up you know why are you uh why are you flopping? Even though I, I've clearly said that I give you the strength yeah. that everybody can be in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Or like even in this situation, I see a lot of people are like, you know, you need to be working out during this quarantine break. You need to have like a side hustle and all those things. It's like, dang, I can't even go through a pandemic without feeling like, oh man, I gotta do all of these things, you know, in order to you know, look like I am doing everything through Christ who strengthens me. And it's just like, like you said, it gives us that grace and it gives us grace for other people to be like, you know what? This is hard and you're a human and I understand if you literally cannot <laughs> like get yourself to work out every day. I understand. I, I understand, you know? So, yeah. And that's good. Yeah. Even in the pandemic, it's all about grace. Grace upon grace. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's going to wrap up that segment. Uh, Ro, do you have any um, final thoughts, final words <laughs> for the people? Yeah. Well, just thank you. We'll wrap up the segment and our, our show for today. Uh, man, thank y'all so much for tuning in, for listening. Uh, 
you know, if these podcasts are available, you probably saw it through our Instagram link, but you can subscribe wherever, uh, wherever podcasts happen. And um, one thing we do want to be doing is, is praying for y'all. Um, know that this, you know, college students, uh, no, you're not feeling like this is a vacation right now. There's a lot going on with school and family and potential work and fear and anxiety. So we want to be praying for you. We want to be um, in contact with you. So please let us know um, how we can do that and be expecting a text or phone call or something from, uh, from one of us uh, sometime soon. So thanks for listening and uh, uh, catching up with y'all soon.